Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. So now I want to return to the Bhagavad Gita and, uh, and read something from the famous Book 11 of the Gita. I'm sure you probably all know it by heart, but I'll read it a few lines anyway. And this is the, uh, the moment uh, in the first 10 books, uh, Krishna was uh, explaining uh, in, uh, in very reasonable terms uh, the, the truth of, of the nature of God. And, uh, and Arjun finally is convinced, uh, but he says, that's still not enough for me. You know, I may know it intellectually, but I got to see you. I got to know that you're not just this body I'm looking at talking to me, because that's a human body. I got to see your real form that's invisible to my two eyes. He said, if, you do, if I don't do that, uh, no deal, right? So Arjun's playing hardball with God here. So uh, he says uh, uh, to Krishna, he says, okay, as a favor to me, you've spoken about the highest secret known as the Supreme Self. So my delusion is gone. Uh, and I've heard in detail about your imperishable majesty. You've described yourself, I des but now I desire to see your divine form. Uh, if you think it's possible for me to see this, uh, O Lord of yogis, then show me your imperishable self. And then the blessed Lord speaks and says, Arjun, my forms are a hundredfold, a thousandfold, various, divine, of infinite colors and shapes. Uh, more wonders than, than you could, could ever behold, but I'll show you some of them. And he gives images. So uh, uh, Arjun is going into a trance state and seeing images. Uh, and and out of, he's having an out-of-body experience. And he's, behold, behold now, says Krishna, the entire universe with everything that moves and doesn't move, standing here together in my cosmic body. Arjun, whatever else do you desire to see? Isn't this enough for you? Right? So he gives them this incredible tour of the whole cosmos, uh, and Arjun uh, is not happy about it. Uh, and, and Krishna says, okay, there's nothing I can do. You're not able to see me with your eyes, but if you really insist, I will open your divine eye. He actually says, I will give you a divine eye so that you behold my majestic power. Now, does everybody remember the play about Semele that was turned into an opera? I think it was by Handel or Haydn, where Semele uh, is this human woman who Zeus takes as a mistress, and, uh, and uh, she wants to see Zeus's real form. And Zeus says, no, no, if I do that, uh, you're dead. You can't handle it. And she begs him and begs him, and Zeus says, well, okay. And the light comes and she's smashed. She's dead. She's immediately gone. That's it for Semele. So Zeus said, I told you, you couldn't handle it. It was too much light, too much power, too much uh, information. 
total overload. Well, now Arjun is in that same place, but he is demanding it, and he is a little stronger than Semele, so he can he can deal with it. So, he reveals uh, his majestic supreme form, and suddenly uh, uh, Arjun is taken into another dimension, and and he uh, uh, he sees the Lord of Yoga revealed in his majestic supreme form. <clears throat> First he sees many mouths and eyes of many wondrous aspects, and then many divine ornaments, and then many uh, ready-to-be-fired divine weapons. I think that's very interesting. Divine weapons, we'll come back to that. Uh, wearing divine garlands and apparel with divine perfumes and ointments, made up of all marvels, the resplendent Lord, endless, facing in all directions. If a thousand suns should rise all at once in the sky, such splendor would resemble the splendor of that great being. There Arjuna then beheld the entire universe established within the body of God, but divided in many groups in the body of the God of gods. Uh, so, in other words, a multiverse within the God of Gods. Then Arjun, who was filled with amazement, whose hair was standing on end, bowing his head to the Lord with his hands joined, said, uh, uh, I see the, the gods in your body and all kinds of beings assembled there. Lord Brahma on his lotus throne and all the seers, the divine serpents, and I see you everywhere, infinite in form, with many arms, faces, eyes. Uh, not the end, not the middle, not the beginning of you do I see, O Lord of all, whose form is the universe itself. Crowned, armed with club and discus, with a mass of splendor shining on all sides, immeasurable radiance of the sun and blazing fire, I see you, but it's impossible to behold you for very long. And yet you are unchanging. You are the supreme object of knowledge, the ultimate resting place of all, the imperishable defender of the eternal law, the primeval ultimate spirit. And with infinite power, without beginning, middle, or end, I see you blazing fire in your mouth, burning all this universe, with your radiance. I'm going to skip a few of these. Uh, he goes on in great detail about the radiance and the mouths that uh, are causing the world to tremble because with his uh, many mouths, God is swallowing all of the souls of, of people who are dying in this battle uh, and all over the world. And, and he's, he's literally taking them in and Arjun is seeing the future in that apocalyptic moment where God is swallowing the entire planet and all the beings on it. And so he says, having seen your mouths glowing like the fires of universal destruction, I've lost my sense of direction, I'm dizzy, I cannot find any comfort, have mercy. A Lord of God's abode of the universe. So he's begging him, stop, I've had enough, right? He, he couldn't handle any more. Uh, and, uh, and, well, 
but there is more, and, and uh, it goes on for several more uh, shlokas. But I'm going to to go to uh, to this one where uh, the Blessed Lord speaks again, and and explains what Arjun has been uh, perceiving in this vision. I am time, the mighty cause of world destruction, who has come forth to annihilate the worlds. Even without any action of yours, all these warriors who are arrayed in the ranks shall cease to exist. Uh, and, and so he, he is going on and he says, do your duty. Uh, uh, don't worry uh, about uh, life or death. You, you will die, but you will enter into the, the mouth and then the heart of God. And so there is no death. If you are serving God, you die into God and become part of that divine intelligence and power. And you remain uh, in union with God. You don't fall back into another lifetime. But that's if you have become egoless in the service of God by following the Dharma and fulfilling the commandments of God to the full. So <clears throat> this is the, uh, the, the, the announcement by God that he is, uh, he, his ultimate function is to annihilate the world. But he annihilates it, withdrawing it all into himself, into the singularity, and then reprojects it again, but as a world without conflict, without evil, without illness, without uh, any of the kinds of uh, suffering that we observe in Kali Yuga. And so the end of the world is the ultimate blessing that ends evil and brings a, a world of goodness and love and purity and beauty uh, that is once again a manifestation of the Dharma. So this is the function at the end of every cycle of time and God's promise is that he comes at, when the Dharma has fallen to its lowest point and evil is at its maximum, that is when he comes to do this great charitra, this performance of annihilation and recreation. So if you have faith in God, then you must have faith that this act is also part of the, the, the truth of reality. And every religion has the same truth in it about the apocalyptic end and of the, the moment that that happens is the moment when evil, illegitimate authority has gained power and has enslaved uh, the, the species and d destroyed the, the biosphere. And so I think anyone who is reading the newspapers, if there are any anymore, will uh, know that this is uh, the type of event that we are going through. So, having said that, <clears throat> let's come back to Ramana, who uh, talks about death 
uh, in a very lighthearted way. And he says uh, very often in the talks when people ask him uh, about uh, having a disease or being afraid they're going to die, and he always says something like, the body is the disease. Uh, dying is getting rid of the disease. You're going back to God into eternal life. Don't worry about losing the body. So here someone asks him, well, there's news of someone's death that was brought to Ramana, and he says, good, the, the dead are happy. They've gotten rid of a troublesome overgrowth, the body. You know, the body is like a tumor, and uh, be glad to get rid of it. <clears throat> he goes on, he says, the dead man isn't grieving. The survivors may grieve for the one who's dead, but why? Do men fear sleep? And on the contrary, people love to go to sleep. And on waking up, they say they slept happily. So the same thing happens. You die, you, you sleep, you come back, and you're actually happy that you had a, a holiday from life. So um, one prepares the bed for sound sleep, but it's a temporary death. Uh, but death is just a longer sleep. So if the man dies while yet alive, in other words, he goes through the yogic process of ego death, then he need not grieve over the death of others. One's existence is evident with or without the body as it is in waking, dream, and sleep. So why should you desire continuance of the bodily shackles? Let the man find out his undying self and be immortal and happy. Okay? So, don't fear death. We are in a time of mass death. <clears throat> and this is going to exponentiate in the coming weeks and months. More and more people are going to fall over dead. That's the, the meaning of this event. More people are going to find themselves debilitated. Uh, more people are going to find themselves uh, with, uh, with bodies that are suffering. Uh, but uh, if you are real, in realization of who you are, you will not suffer. And you will not feel pain even. So it is that uh, realization that is urgent and essential to go through this period of the end of Kali Yuga. That is a transition from one age to another. So uh, I've been asked by people about the vaccine and the, the injection, let's call it. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, it's... Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.